Tons of people, probably including you listening to this right now, are not getting enough magnesium. And this is a big deal because magnesium is used by the body for over 300 different enzymatic reactions. Not having enough magnesium leads to symptoms like fatigue, nausea, stress and anxiety, insomnia, muscle spasms, thyroid problems, headaches, and more. But you probably already know that. So today, instead of focusing on those symptoms, let's talk about how to fix the problem of low magnesium with the use of supplements. And when it comes to magnesium supplements, you have a ton of different options. But not all of these options are created equal and not all formulations work for every medical condition. For instance, if you want to replace low magnesium and simultaneously improve brain health, well, there's a specific formulation of magnesium for that problem. If on the other hand, you want to replace low magnesium and treat a condition like constipation, there's a specific form of magnesium for that problem as well. Let's talk about the best forms of magnesium right now and which ones you should be using depending on the symptoms that you're suffering from. I'll also share my personal favorite and the ones that I use most often. Before we talk about that, you need to know one thing, and that is that magnesium is always bound to another compound. This is because magnesium by itself is very poorly absorbed, and the compound that it is bound to improves its absorption or not, as the case may be, and sometimes provides additional benefits all on its own. Whenever I refer to a type or form of magnesium, what I'm talking about is the compound that it is bound to and the impact that that compound has on the function of magnesium when it is absorbed. Make sense? All right, let's jump in. Number one, we have magnesium oxide. Magnesium oxide is a non-chelated form of magnesium bound to an organic acid or fatty acid. This is the cheapest formulation of magnesium and should be avoided by most people. It's also the form that is most commonly found in over-the-counter supplements because of its cost. Low-quality supplements often use this form because the other forms are more expensive and it drives the total cost of the supplements up. So you think you're getting a good deal when in reality, you're using the cheapest and least bioavailable form of magnesium out there. Magnesium oxide isn't completely worthless, but it's not a great form for increasing total body magnesium levels. If you want to use it for whatever reason, its best use case is for treating constipation. But don't expect any significant amount of magnesium to make it inside of your body to provide relief from the symptoms I mentioned previously. My final verdict is do not use this form of magnesium. There are way better options available to you. You can check to see if your supplement contains magnesium oxide by looking at the supplement facts panel on the back of your supplement bottle. It should say something like magnesium as blank. If it says magnesium as magnesium oxide, well then you know the overall quality of the supplement that you're taking is pretty low and should be discarded in favor of something that is higher quality or better. Number two, we have magnesium citrate. Magnesium citrate is magnesium that is bound to something called citric acid. This form of magnesium has laxative properties and is best used for conditions like constipation. Most of the magnesium in this formulation will stay inside your intestinal tract where it will draw in water via the osmotic effect and treat conditions like constipation. Magnesium citrate will give you a solid combination of increasing total body magnesium and better stool support. But do realize a lot of the magnesium if you take the supplement will be excreted in your stool. The dose of magnesium citrate can vary anywhere between 200 milligrams all the way up to 2,000 milligrams. The best way to use it is to titrate your dose in 100 to 150 milligram increments until you feel your stool soften. You can do this by increasing your dose once per day, and if you notice that you develop diarrhea, then back out down on your dose, and that's that. Number three, we have magnesium malate. 
This form of magnesium is bound to a compound called malic acid. Magnesium malate tries to take advantage of the binding of magnesium to a compound that the body could theoretically also take advantage of. So in theory, you would be getting benefit from the magnesium and also the malic acid component. Malic acid is an alpha hydroxy acid that is found commonly in fruit and wine. It's also sometimes used to treat fatigue and dry mouth. Binding magnesium to malic acid improves the absorption of the magnesium when you take it by mouth and provides you with an additional helpful ingredient. This form is ideal for increasing whole body magnesium, increasing energy levels, and treating pain syndromes. So if you have something like fibromyalgia along with fatigue, then this would probably be the best form for you. Just be aware though that this form of magnesium can be stimulating, so you wouldn't want to take it later in the day. Many people use magnesium for its calming benefits and the fact that it can help with sleep. As a result, they typically take it right before bed. You would not want to do this if you're using magnesium bound to malic acid. Dosing for magnesium malate is around 300 to 400 milligrams per day, but make sure to take it in the morning or at lunch, but no later than that. Number four, we have magnesium L3 innate. This form of magnesium is bound to a compound that helps magnesium cross the blood-brain barrier, and it has been shown to increase magnesium concentration levels inside of the brain. This makes it the best form of magnesium for treating cognitive-related issues like depression, headaches, migraines, and anxiety. The only problem is it doesn't look like it's a great form for increasing total body magnesium. Yes, it may help improve brain levels of magnesium, but there are a lot of other tissues in the body that still need magnesium as well. In addition, some studies have shown that this form of magnesium gets excreted out of the urine in high amounts, which again makes it a less ideal version for increasing total body magnesium. But if you have neurological conditions like depression, anxiety, and so on, then this is still probably the best form for you. Dosing for magnesium 3 and 8 is much higher than other forms with the dose ranging from 1500 milligrams to 2000 milligrams taken each day. It's not recommended to exceed the 2000 milligram threshold because that's what's used in the studies, but there's probably no harm in taking higher doses. This higher dose of magnesium L3 and 8 is probably required because we know that a lot of that magnesium will get excreted by the urine. So yes, use it if you have neurological problems, but avoid it if you're trying to increase magnesium in your entire body. Next we have number five, which is my own personal favorite, and that is magnesium glycinate. Magnesium glycinate is a chelated version of magnesium, which is bound to an amino acid, which is glycine in this case, to improve its absorption. Magnesium glycinate contains the perfect combination of effectiveness and cost. You get the biggest bang for your buck and you get a well-rounded form of magnesium that improves total body magnesium, still helps slightly with brain-related conditions, and will still have some impact on constipation. If you don't need any additional fancy benefits and you are just looking for an overall high-quality form of magnesium, then magnesium glycinate is the best choice. This is the form that I use most frequently when I formulate supplements. Dosing for magnesium glycinate is around 300 to 400 milligrams taken each day. Unlike some of the other forms we've talked about, you can take magnesium glycinate in the evening if you wanna calm down and relax. The extra glycine you get from higher magnesium doses isn't harmful and even may have an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant benefit on your body. Use magnesium glycinate for sleep, depression, anxiety, muscle spasms, stress, and thyroid support. Number six, we have magnesium orotate. This form of magnesium is bound to a compound called erotic acid. This form of magnesium is not water soluble, which means it probably won't help very much with constipation, but it may help improve the energy production inside of your cells. 
It's not the most ideal form of magnesium because it's very expensive. So even though it does have high bioavailability and it has additional benefits, I generally don't recommend its use very frequently. It's probably best used to support high energy tissues and improving athletic performance and heart health. If you wanted to use it for these conditions, then the dose would be around three to 400 milligrams taken each day. And number seven, we have a relatively new form of magnesium called sucrosomial magnesium. Sucrosomial magnesium is magnesium oxide covered in phospholipids in a sequester matrix. The encapsulation of magnesium ions increases movement across the gastric and intestinal tract without the need for interaction with the intestinal mucosa. In other words, that's a fancy way of saying it's highly absorbed. It's also not the same thing as magnesium oxide, so don't get these two things confused. Unfortunately, it also happens to be very expensive. I personally haven't tested sucrosomial magnesium very much at this point. However, when I do, I will come back and update you guys. Based on the research that I've read so far, it looks like this form of magnesium is best for improving athletic performance, regulating blood pressure, managing mood, improving sleep, improving bone health, balancing blood sugar, supporting cardiovascular health, and treating migraines. Theoretically, you would need a smaller dose of sucrosomial magnesium because of its high absorption. However, I would still recommend getting between 200 and 300 milligrams each day. At the end of the day, it's never a bad idea to err on the side of more magnesium than less because the side effects are basically non-existent if you take too much. If I could condense all this information and leave you with two points, I'd recommend looking into magnesium glycinate or magnesium citrate. These two forms are very well absorbed, have a strong safety profile, and are relatively cheap. We just spend a ton of time talking about how to get more magnesium from supplements, but if you're somebody who's trying to get more magnesium from foods, I'd recommend checking out this video next, which highlights the most magnesium-rich foods available.